pick is finally in. With the first pick of the 2014 NFL Draft. With the first selection of the 2018 MLB Draft. With the first pick in the 2003 NBA Draft. Now for the reason we're all here. We have some business to do. The first selection of the 2013. Welcome to the First Pick Podcast Thursday Night Football Preview Edition. I'm your boy Vinny Goombots. You know where to find me. Twitter, Instagram, at V-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. And you can find the First Pick Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the First Pick Pod. Big Kev. Where could they find you? Where could they listen to us at? At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Google Music, and those are our spots. Hit us up. Please rate, review, share. We love it. I don't think this Thursday night preview is going to be too long, no, Vinny Goombas. What are you thinking? David versus Goliath. <laughs> the 5-0 and New England Patriots taking on the 2-3. and New York Giants, Giants fans, the run is over. You had your two wins. You beat you beat the Bucks. You beat the Skins, and that's it. Now you got to play Big Bad New England on a short week. No Saquon. I'm seeing no Sterling Shepard. No Evan Ingram. Kev, how does this how does this team win? They don't. Okay, that is as simple as that. The Patriots are giving up six point eight. Points per game. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the spread in this game is New England minus 17. I see a couple 16 and a half, maybe a 16 out there, give or take. Total on this game is 41 and a half. Uh, initially, I um, I don't like that. That I mean, I, I don't like those large numbers in the NFL, but I do have a small trend for you guys. Uh, Patriots are 17 and four against the spread the last 21 games as a favorite of more than 10 and a half. That would fit this trend here. Um, 17 is a big number, but I just don't see how the Giants are going to be able to score any points. I agree. I, I don't know how they score any points. The Patriots give up 269 yards per game. That's a whole game. 191 yards per game in the pass game and 78 78 yards per game in the rush game. I don't know what they do here. Now, with Saquon, with Sterling, with Ingram, they got a chance. Yeah, they got they, yeah, absolutely. I, I even say they cover with those guys. Well, I don't think game. the line would be at 17. It would not. Yeah, yeah. I, I would see maybe somewhere maybe 10, 10 and a half, give or take, and I would I would like them to cover that, but not 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 without those guys. Um, even Will Gallman, like he can yeah, at least yeah, help I control the game. He's out too. He's qu- well, he's qu- not out yet. He's questionable. Saquon's questionable, but they already said that they're not pushing yeah. him on that. Ingram did actually practice limited yesterday, but mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a cl- uh, like close if he plays. And in- even if he does play, I think he's going to be their their focus. Yeah, he's like he's the only the- he's the only player they got. They're going to make sure that he doesn't get the ball. I'm actually thinking about sitting Evan Ingram tomorrow night in one of my leagues, who I, I depend on him pretty greatly. Mm-hmm. But I might have to go with Graham just based off of 
the situation that he's in. He's hurt, and they're going to focus in on him. I don't see what they can do here. Yeah, what do you do if you are the Evan Ingram owner? Um, you know, do you pivot off of him like you're doing? Is that would that would that be your advice to anyone out there that is the Evan Ingram owner aside from yourself? Like just for this game in, in particular, I have I have a pretty solid backup. Yeah, uh, even if Devontae Adams does come back this week, I'm still fine with playing Jimmy Graham. I think Devontae Adams actually makes Jimmy Graham better rather than him being the focus without Adams in the game. Understand. In my personal opinion. So I feel like I can go with him. He's only projected to get seven points this week. So that's my personal situation yeah. when it comes to Everett Ingram. You always have to assess. What, what do you have? Are, are you comfortable with it? What's the matchup? How good is that other defense versus the tight end? All of these other things. And I know Detroit has a good defense, all these other things. But we're at home. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We had a really nasty loss at home where Philadelphia just beat us down. So we're going to be looking to get that back. So I'm comfortable putting in Jimmy Graham. I'm going to think more. I haven't yeah. uh, like officially. I actually have Jimmy Graham sitting in the starting spot as we speak. Um, but um, I think I'm going to probably stick with Jimmy. I got you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't own Evan Ingram in any of my leagues, but it, it, I was in his situation. I forget one of the Thursday night football games. And if you have a plus, if you have a player questionable um, on a Thursday night game, and you know you, you want to proceed with caution. Uh, especially if it's the tight end position because you really only have that one slot. So you definitely want to add some depth at your you know tight end position for a backup and then kind of assess it up until game time. But even if he plays, how efficient can he be being banged up and being and knowing that he will be the focal point of one of the best defenses in the league? Um, I kind of, if I was in that position, like you said, I would kind of bench Ingram and go with my backup, knowing that I still have another two, three days to prepare if I want to pivot off of even that backup. You know what I'm saying? In that maybe situation. you can make a quick trade. Maybe something yes. else goes down. I just picked up Sony Michelle in that league and Kenny Galladay. Maybe I can flip Sony Michelle for a quick tight end that, yeah. I can, that can play for me on Sunday. Exactly. Maybe, you know, but, and I have until, you know, we'll, we'll see. You have, we have more time. We yeah. have some time. And then also, let me say this I gave you those statistics. Uh, the Patriots are only given up 6.8 yards per game when it comes to, well, points per game and only 269 yards per game. But these were their last five opponents. Pittsburgh, 33-3. Miami, 43-0. New York Jets, 30-14. The only time they were challenged was against Buffalo, and that was a 16-10 game. They made Tom Brady look like he was a rookie again. He looked awful in that game, and then, of course, Washington. So they're basically going up against the bottom five teams in the league in the first five of their league. But they're in the next after their next after this game they're going to have a nice run of about seven straight teams that are going to really show who the patriots are and i think they'll come out of it well because they usually do i appreciate you said that because the next game's against the jets so um i guess you were insinuating that we are a good team well you have a good defense <laughs> no i know that you have yeah. a good defense yeah and the game will be at home monday night football uh i'll be at the game uh, unfortunately purchased those tickets ahead of time so no actually i didn't even buy those tickets i got invited to the game for free i just had to uh i just had to drive the guy there I had to be the chauffeur for the night so i couldn't turn those down but uh that was earlier in the season when i thought we would be not oh and whatever we will be at that point in time anyway um i've said it before I'm not gonna go too crazy with it now because uh, this is about this specific game but the patriots have had you know one of the easiest schedules and they don't really have a test until a few weeks from now when they start playing the Chiefs and uh, uh, I forget the, the Eagles, the Cowboys, stuff like that. 
Don't, like you said, the only time that they were tested so far was in Buffalo against that very good Buffalo defense. Right. But we do know Buffalo's offense isn't up to par, and that's kind of what showed in that game. And they did shut down Brady. They did. You know what I mean? I, I just don't see the Giants being able to stop him. I don't see the Giants being able to do anything on offense, especially with Elijah Penny or the other guy, Hilleman. I don't even know his first name. I, I, and I don't think that they put Saquon, Shepard, or Ingram out there just because it's kind of like, you know, I, I do wonder, Kev, like, what do you, do you think these coaches sit in the room with the GM and the other coaches and just say, like, look, we know what's going to happen. Let's see what we got with Penny. Let's see what we got with uh, your boy Slayton. You know what I mean? Uh, Cody Latimer. Let's see what we got with these young guys. I picked up Slayton. In like I know. That's leagues. why I said that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was aware. Um, and I, we, we both agree on Slayton. I mean, I've said it a few times already. The guy's got speed and size. And I think that what I'm asking you is, do you think these coaches sit in a room and say, look, we know what's going to happen here? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you know what? I hope so. Uh, I think some of them, there's a certain level of ego. There's only 32 coaches. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a certain, level, a certain level of ego to work your way to the top of the mountain in, in a sport like this. There's only 3,000 players. You have to have a certain amount of ego. So I, I, there's probably some coaches out there who, who put their ego above understanding the reality of the situation. And I feel like the best coaches in the league are the ones who actually had those conversations. But also the best coaches in the league are the ones who probably aren't in that situation. So it's kind of <laughs> it's a kind of a juxtaposition with mm-hmm. that. But I hope they're having that conversation because if I was them, I'd be like, Evan. Take a break, brother. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to have to we what we have. Yeah. And, and we're not going to Saquon back for that. So you're basically saying that you you agree. That, I agree. I think yeah. they have it for sure. Yeah. And I think there's some who probably shun those things. We're going to put the best team out there. You got to play. You got to tough it out. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know what? We got to plan for our future here. That's kind of what the Giants are doing. Not that they're not trying to win, but this yeah. is a really tough situation. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that they, you know, you, you get, have, let your core players rest up. Give them the extra time. You know what I mean? You got a week and a half to prep for the next game. Um, sit those guys down. Get Saquon 100% healthy. Get Shepard back. Get Ingram back. And worry about the next week. Even with those guys there, they ain't winning the game. Whether they're 100% or not. I don't care what Giant fans say. And if you think that's the case, you know what to do. Hit my inbox. <laughs> and uh, we could put a little do-re-me on that game if you think the Giants are going to win. With or without them, guys. I'll even give you a couple extra points. Real quick, going to the other side of the ball here with the Patriots. Pat, Patrick Chung, questionable. Julian Edelman, questionable. Rex Burkhead, questionable. Josh Gordon, questionable. Philip Dorsett, questionable. And You can't go with them, though, because they do that on purpose. They put their whole – like, there's times where you'll see 22 players questionable mm-hmm. on their team. Uh, Bill Belichick does that all the time. Everybody's questionable. He'll do that crap, and then knowing everybody's going to be playing. I don't know why he does it, but I understand. Does. You don't think um, <laughs> any chance at all that maybe Belichick on the other side says, you know what, Julian, why don't you have a seat this game because we think we could do without or any one of these guys, Burkhead, Josh Gordon – do you think that there's any chance none of these guys, like the core guys, Chung, Edelman, Burkhead, or Gordon, do you think there's any chance none of those, any of those guys don't play uh, or Dorsett for that matter? I don't think so, but okay. I don't. I wouldn't put it beyond him. Yeah. I, I think he would also have that conversation. He's just he doesn't think like everybody else, and he also knows that we have a certain level of talent. We have a certain level of things that that I know what we can do, mm-hmm. and it's kind of hard not to go with the way he thinks because the way he thinks has produced the the most that Absolutely. anybody's ever produced. Yeah. So you know it's kind of hard to go against him, but I think it's a thought he has for sure, and he talks with his coaches about it. 
about it. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, obviously I'm not in a position to ever be a coach or anything like that, and it's going to sound uh, funny to some of the listeners out there, but when I used to play Madden, you know, back in the day, I, if, if I had a guy, I mean, obviously it's a video game, but if I was in this situation and, and these guys were actually hurt or questionable and you had, there, there was a time when Madden was really uh, good with it where if you had a guy that was questionable and he would get hurt in the game, you had the option to put him back in and it would tell you the, the, the chances risk. of him yes. getting hurt again. If it was a game I was playing against a bum team like the Giants and I knew I was going to win. I'd sit him. I'd sit him. So <laughs> I agree. In, in this case, you know, with with uh, extended um, time to prepare for the next game, you even have an extra day if you're the Patriots because they play on Monday. So it's not – the Patriots don't play next Sunday. They play next Monday against the Jets. So they have an extended amount of time to get everybody in order. The 21st. So uh, today's the 9th. That's a long time off from their next game. So if I was Bill, you know, first of all, I'd hang myself if I was Bill. Because, no, I'm just joking. But anyway. Why? Because I can't winner. stand that guy. Yeah. But, um, he should make me happy. Uh, anyway, um, one I would one of those guys would have a seat. I'd say Julian, you know, Josh, not Philip Dorsett. I don't care if what you if you got a broken leg, Philip Dorsett, you need to be on that field because you need to prove yourself uh, on this team. But Josh Gordon, Julian, I, I would say Julian. You know what I mean? And not only that, I'm playing against him in one league. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, of course, you would sit him. <laughs> but him or Josh, you know, even Burkhead, because they got 900 running backs over there. I would have one of them take a seat and get healthy for the following week, and then maybe swap if the guy's still banged up. Maybe have that other guy sit because the goal for the Patriots is to be healthy long term. Because we already know they're winning the division. They're going to the AFC Championship game. Let's get these guys ready for the Super Bowl, and and you don't want to put those guys out there at risk. And I think both of these coaches have carte blanche to kind of make those choices at this point in time. They both, well, especially Bill Belichick, but Pat Shermer seems uh, firmly entrenched as as the Giants coach. There's no hot seat for him at this point in time. But if you are at the bottom of the league, or like say like you're in a Jay Gruden situation, you don't have you can't you don't have the luxury of making those choices. You have Mm -hmm. to put your best team out there and keep your job because the NFL is a week to week. You know, on average, seven to eight coaches lose their job every single year out of 32 teams in this league. So you got to put the best thing you got out there for the most part. Some people can get away with it um not really much uh, for us to talk about guys and uh, unless uh you haven't been watching football for the last five weeks you won't agree with our analysis on this game uh I really just don't see any which way the giants could pull this game out however covering the spread uh, that's a tough number it, it, it's big i'm sure this is going to be in a lot of teasers out there two team teasers three team teasers getting the patriots less than two touchdowns would be the only play that I would do uh, myself. I know, Kevin, you're not big on the totals. Um, I'll give my insight on that. Um, Anytime I think there's going to be a blowout, I've said it over and over again, so I'm just going to repeat it for the new listeners um, and guys, maybe that if you guys haven't heard it before. uh, My analysis of a game that I feel like is going to be a blowout, it means one team is going to be scoring all the points. Very hard to get an over when you only have one team scoring those points. Uh, The Patriots had an under when they played Miami because they were the only team scoring. They had an under when they played the Bills because obviously it was a great defense. And uh, I believe they had the under again when they played the Steelers because it was a blowout. So kind of look at their track record and see. I think the only game they hit the over was with the Jets, and that's because the Jets put up 14 points, and one of those happened to be a pick six against the backup quarterback. Right. So think about how you actually got that over in that game. Um, But it has been adjusted because the total keeps going down in these Patriot games. So um, I'm not the only one that sees that trend. 41.5 is is real tough because I could see this being – 
a 31 to 10 kind of game and that would get you right there and that's 41 and a half is what I have as my number what will it be at game time or what number do you have I could see you getting a push if you want the under which you don't want or an over you might get there I don't know too close to call for me because I could see this landing to be a 31 10 28 to 7 type of game I agree I'm not really sure and so. they're just gonna pound the ball for the last quarter and a half of the game they're not even gonna be probably try, not trying to look to score too hard too much because they're gonna be up so much exactly. that's what it, that's what I think it's going to be but you know what maybe Daniel Jones comes out and plays I don't know you know but for the most part I think we're on the same page the Patriots come out and- yeah anytime I, if I do look at a, a total in a game where I, I assume there'll be a blowout I say for like the Giants I say for the Giants just get me 10 points if the Giants get 10 points, this is going to be an over. I'm right. telling you that. That's that, that's my uh, opinion. Um, but they have to score early. Otherwise, or, or they're getting blown out so much that the defense kind of takes it easy and they wind up getting those points at the end there. Right. But I think the Patriots are going to come out hot. They started. They didn't start out good against the Redskins last week. Um, they were actually losing that game for a little bit of time there. Uh, and then obviously they took off. But I think the Patriots come out hot and they, they it's going to be an instantaneous game over where they're up 14 points uh, before we know it anything else you got on this one i don't want we don't want to waste a lot of time here guys that's it all right so uh kevin and i both agree patriots win uh i'm gonna i'm gonna lean towards the under here and um i i think that the patriots could squeak out a cover here maybe it's just tough this is it's it's three scores their defense is really good yeah it's just it's it's tough but patriots and under for me we appreciate you guys listening to the uh, Thursday night preview for this week six edition. Um, again, I'm your boy Vinny Goombach. You know where to find me by now, Twitter and Instagram, at B-I-N-N-Y-G-O-O-M-B-O-T-S. You're listening to the First Pick Podcast. You can find us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at the First Pick Pod. Kev, where could they listen? Where could they find you? At BiggestBoss76 on Twitter and Instagram. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and of course, Google Music. We just added those. Rate, review, share. If you take any of these teams tonight, or you take the over-under tonight, decide, whatever. We hope you win. Have a good Thursday. Good luck.